Hello and welcome back to the Talking Wednesday podcast, episode 16. How are we still alive? I don't know. Sheffield Wednesday have somehow managed to, at least when you're watching this podcast on the Sunday, by Tuesday it might be looking a little bit grim with the Rotherham gaming hand, but somehow, despite not doing well themselves, have had the other teams around them manage to bottle it to a point where Wednesday is still well, in and could potentially still be a championship side. I believe in miracles, so I'm going to ask you, what did you, you what did you do over Easter, Mr. Jesus, to put us in this position? I nearly called you a sexy thing there. Um, <laughs> we've, uh, we, <laughs> I, uh, can tell you've I, been I doing know, this mate. since half 12. Yeah, so if anybody doesn't know, I've been doing this podcast. Uh, we've been, we did two live streams before we've this podcast. We've both been in front of computers since about half 12. Yeah, we did, um, did Wednesday versus Forest and then Derby versus Swansea. I can currently see the time recording this. It dates it, but I can currently see the uh, Fulham manager getting ready for the Chelsea match after the Swansea manager. Even though he played a weakened team, managed to come well. back in our favour. Yeah. We'll get into the football yeah, in a second, yeah. though. We've got, we got some housekeeping to do. So since we last read reviews, we have got two new reviews. Woo-hoo. Remember, if you want to leave us a review, it helps us out massively. You can go and do that over on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Just search the Talking Wednesday podcast. You can find it there. So the first one is on, well, we're going to do Apple Podcast once today. It's from Harley Norris, five star, obviously. That's the one that gets read. It's not an ego thing. It's what we do. You know it by now. Up the owls. I always look forward to this podcast. It's becoming part of my weekly routine. I can't rate the two lads, Dex and Jake, highly enough. It's always good to get other people's opinions on our beloved club. I love seeing your channels grow because you both deserve so much more recognition. Keep up the great work, lads. Up the owls. Thank you very much, Harley. That's very nice of you to say. The next one is from Gucci Belt Supreme. What a name. Awesome podcast. Despite our terrible season this year, love listening to two proper Wednesday nights talking about Wednesday and football in general. Thank you very much, Gucci Bell. And you know what? That is what it's all about because there's a lot of things, a lot of people can talk about Wednesday and not be Wednesday through and through. And there is people that talk about Wednesday who are Wednesday through and through. Uh, We wanted to bring this podcast, if you are new here, from an unbiased Wednesday perspective. Well, it's not an, we we do have a balanced Wednesday perspective. We're both lifelong Wednesday fans. We care well, about we're, the club, but, but we're, we're also realistic. we're not afraid to say what we also we're not afraid to say what we feel yeah. on the club. That's the uh, one of the main differences with us. So, first um, thing, how are you? How's your week been? I've actually had a very productive week, Mister Punkchef Forty One. Uh, yeah, I'm Dexterity Box, joined by Jake Punkchef Forty One. <laughs> if you weren't aware, um, but uh, yeah, I've I've nearly finished editing a music video, so I finished Ooh. my EP. I got it to bounce. It's going to sound terrible on phones because I've done the mix across everything, absolutely everything. It's past the car Wait, was test. that you? Was that you playing with a green screen? If I remember looking up. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't get. I can't get it to mix right on phones in mono, and it's doing me not. It's because I've gone for such an expansive mix. If I was in a studio, I could probably do it and yeah. mix it for phones. But I've just decided I'm not going to. So people who hear it on phones are going to be like, "Oh, this is a bit unbalanced." I don't care. Buy some headphones uh, or. <laughs> Get play it in your car because I'm re- I'm producing it myself and I'm pumping it out myself. So uh, the EP is going to be done soon. I recorded part of the video this week. Did a lot of editing. On it. It's basically me in front of a green screen with a lot of editing. You know yeah. when they say it's all in the edit. Yeah, that's all in the edit. All in the edit. I'm oh. singing into a camera and the rest is in the edit. Oh, so well, uh, <laughs> it's it's not it's not too. I've not done an awful job on it. You'd be surprised when you see it. Um. 
So yeah, there'll be that'll probably be the first sponsor of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Unless somebody wants to get in there a bit before, I should have it out in the next month or so, hopefully. So I'm glad I've been cracking on with it and getting stuff I want to get done done. But what about yourself? How's your week been? Uh, painful. I got guilt tripped into going to my mother's house and tackling Ivy with a bad shoulder, and I shouldn't have done it. I got What's guilt- Ivy ever done to you? What's she done wrong? No, carry on. No, that's uh, really bad. <laughs> that's really bad. I've been streaming too long today. Carry on. But, uh, so it's really Nakamoto's showed up a lot more than it should have done. I rested most of this week. I knew that was coming up, but Friday I was just dead to it. And then I was like, I can stay in bed till about after. I haven't got a game. And then I was like, oh, hang on. They moved the game, didn't they? Oh, mm. had to get up. Yeah. I thought the order turns up while game's on. Had to grab a dog, had to grab a child to make sure it doesn't maul the ice lamb. Your child, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, my just... own child. Don't worry. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not good, dealing yeah. children. Just, or they're not they're not checking. they're not coming free with Iceland orders, or I will never order from Iceland again. I don't want another one just yet. <laughs> but enough. um yeah, it's been good. And during that Swansea game, I went mental. I turned around and I didn't realise my little one was asleep. Oh, wonderful. So it's nice to know she can sleep through anything. Okay, apologies if there was a there was a cut for the uh, visual watches there. I was shooting that. We've been streaming in 60 frames, and obviously we, we shoot this in a lesser frame rate so we can get it all in the same frame rate because Punk's camera is weird and it doesn't operate. It, it's, in... a, it's a Sony. It does things that Sony does and everyone else doesn't. It's strange. But I am not offending. I, I often too. I often shoot in cin- cinematic frame rates, in fairness, but your camera only does cinematic frame rates. It's quite frustrating. Um, to be so, fair, I'm not dropping another two grand on the canvas, so it's dangerous what it is. No, that's fair. Okay, um, so we have Forest to talk about. So Wednesday played Forest this week. Right. Uh, just before we do that, actually, if you want to be part of the calling episode, yes, we mentioned it briefly last week. There and is now a community post tab where there's an email where you can talk to us directly about the phone-in. So if you want to would phone it, into the Talking Wednesday podcast... Would it be worth putting the email in this section? Just no. Just edit. No, because you've got to be a subscriber to, to Oh, uh, God, yeah, you haven't. To, yeah. To, Never to mind. Join. Shush. So if you, uh, if you want to call in, subscribe to I the channel, go to the community money. tab and email us. You know, it's free. We yeah. just want to make sure that you are part of our community so we know we've not got any arse hats coming through. So subscribe to the channel, go to the community tab, email the email there. With the, you've got a couple of days after you've watched this so we can lock it in because we will be organising it properly. Um, we won't do it on the day. If Wednesday get relegated on Saturday, we won't be doing it on Saturday. Me and Punk are going to do a solo relegation yep. episode or a survival episode. And then the next episode of Talking Wednesday might be out slightly earlier or it will be on Sunday, but we might record it midweek and do yep. a whole fan-based episode or part fan-based episode, part rebuild episode we'll see but if you want to be involved with that community tab there's a post there you might have to go down a little bit but there's an email in there contact us and we'll do it but moving on to nottingham forest sheffield wednesday played nottingham forest three points would be putting pressure on derby playing at half 12 how did it go punk big fat zero points we mm-hmm. got well no we didn't but it, well, that's not how a draw got, works punk no i've been on the computer too we got one point eight but we needed to to win it, and we got a little bit lucky just before half time. Yeah, it's like, almost as if fair. they started trying not to score after a little while. Yeah, I, I, I'm hearing rumours that Lewis Graben may have a pre-contract with Derby, 
So that's why he did it. He didn't want to go back to his new club and stuff. It's a joke, by the way, people. Not a good one. But, uh, yeah, it was a strange game because we were up for it. We could tell we were nervous. Uh, mm-hmm. Balls that normally go through from Barry Bannon weren't hitting. Reach had a poor one. Harris did try, but the problem with Harris, he doesn't look up and wait to see where his net man is. So we missed a lot of opportunities where someone was open like Harris Patterson wasn't good today, or, unfortunately. Uh, on, at the time, at, on the Forest game, Harris now, wasn't up to scratch, unfortunately. Uh, but just before half-time, we give away a penalty. And yes, it was a penalty. I don't know what Westwood and Reach were playing at. It I don't know what weird. Westwood was doing for the pass back to Reach. I don't know what Reach oh, was doing yeah. for the header. Dreadful header. And then Westwood just slices through the man. But as a, it was a very as well. Poor, but it was a very poor penalty. There was well. a bit of, yeah, there was a bit of a chat between them and they were like, what's mm. going I don't know what the chat was about. It'd be interesting yeah. to know what was said, but... Um, and then you go all... into the second half. We hang on, did... hang on, let's talk about the penalty a little bit more. You, you, you're going into full review mode now. So I that have... penalty, um, we... There was a little bit of afters with, with Knockout and Westwood. I think Westwood was like, well, I didn't take him down properly or he thought Knockout... He was trying to fool the ref a bit. It was a stonewall penalty, in my opinion. Yeah. He take, takes him out with his legs. To be fair, another referee gives that as a red card to Westwood. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was fair in the balance of things. And then yeah. the uh, the penalty goes down to West was left. It's a good save. It's the almost like I was like, I wish we got a camera on the back of the goal so we go. Is, is, is he going? It's going to your left. It's going to your left. <laughs> save it. Well, but, you actually see, you actually see it in the. Are they going to take the penalty? Westwood go to go right and then suddenly changes his mind last minute as he steps up. It's a great save. It's a yeah. great save, and it, it's it's kept us in the championship for another week at least. That yeah. save, because the rest of the match was just poor. It was poor. It was poor. Nothing really clicked for either side. And Rhodes coming on changed things for, it, it for us a little bit. He was the better. He was a be, He was probably our best player on the pitch. He came through and made things happening. I was a bit disappointed in Andre Green. Obviously, he's got a lot of potential for us. I think this was a big match for him to start, and he did buckle under the pressure a little bit. It he didn't did, really work. He did. Um, I. It needed. It needed something. I don't think Windass had the best game today. I thought mm. Windass didn't seem up for it. Whatever happens this week, whatever they got, they got to have a firework on the backside for the next game. A firework because, on the backside, yeah. Because it needs it. Because. You saw at the end of it, Bannon's interview was very telling. His eyes said it all before he said out. He's very disappointed. And yeah, he thought you, we were down. And to yeah. be honest, I'm surprised we're not. I'm sitting Stick here. Up. Sheffield Wednesday is still in the championship as of the time of recording. Just. Just. Yeah. So if you look at it, we did a, I did a double stream on the Saturday, Forest and then Derby. Derby go 1-0 up in that. I'm ready yep. for relegation, right? I've been yep. ready for relegation for a little while. Swansea get been, an equal... I think we've been ready for relegation since that Luton game. Yeah, it's been, it's been all downhill. So it's a case of we get, Swansea get the equalizer and then I go, oh, well, we're still relegated, but that's just save Rotherham for a little while if they can turn it on. And then Swansea, shortly after that, go 2-1 up and I'm like, hang on. Right? It, it was on. nice actually watching a football team that could play football. Yes, it was. By the way. It was also it was, nice not like, by T nail too much going, well, either way, whatever happens, we're either safe for a week or we're down. Mm. It was uh it was mental, but the way the the issue is we had the Rotherham got a late equalizer, about eighty three minutes they scored an equalizer against Blackburn. They were losing, right? Which actually which would actually put Rotherham in real trouble if they'd have lost because then they'd need a result out of the next two. Now they just need one result out of the next two yep. to relegate us. Yeah, 
That's the issue. They've got two games left. We've got one game left. Even Their goal beat... difference is very good. Exactly. That's so even bit. if we beat Derby and we're on the same points, say they win one and we beat Derby by 1-2-0, right? We'll both be on 43 points, but Rotherham's goal difference is superior. Yeah. They will... They will, they will finish us on yeah. level points. And the annoying thing, Rotherham will finish us with George Hurth in their squad who's done nothing all season. Yeah, they'll also, well, I don't really care about him, but they'll also, the, that, that sort of thing. Like, uh, it's a case of like, I don't really even think about all of that. It was, it was an interesting one. I'd, I'd have him on the podcast if we wanted to have a chat about yeah. what actually went down there, but I don't think we get anything out of him. Um, it's one of those where um, I think... It was where we, we're both looking at each other going, how the hell are we still safe? Yeah. And in this. But Rotherham, Rotherham could send both Derby. It's more likely that Rotherham are going to send both Wednesday and Derby down now rather than one of us stay up. And the thing is, if that happened to Derby, Derby are in a lot worse trouble on their rebuild than we would be. If you're watching, yeah, because Derby are in uh, financial trouble worse than we were because they could be, they could be at the point of admin Derby. Yeah. Did you see? I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I got sent it by a messenger. Eric Alonso, after the derby were one nil up, yeah. tweeted and went, and "Yes, it. goal! Let's go, Rams!" And then <laughs> like lo- loads of work because I'm not on Twitter this weekend because of the social no. media blackout. Support it, but there, yeah, I got it sent me by a messenger. And Wednesday, <laughs> and Wednesday fans apparently uh, underneath. Well, they were underneath it, and they went. At the end of it, they were like, how does it look now, you Spanish snake? And stuff like that. And it was like, I was like, oh, lads. But it's, it's, said, we, we do like calling someone a snake at Wednesday, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. But yeah, but, um, eyes on Rotherham's Tuesday match. If Rotherham yeah. win that, Wednesday relegated. If Rotherham but, beat Cardiff, Wednesday relegated. If they draw the next two and Wednesday beat, beat Derby, Derby, it's on. It's yeah. on. We're up. We stay up. Don't rule Luton out because Luton will want that top ten finish. Yeah, Luton Town. If I've ever give you any praise for the love of God, win this match. Yeah, and also we're then relying on another wealth team to help us. So Wales, Cardiff won four one today. By the way, did they? Oh yeah. Jesus! So that could be so, good for next week. So if Cardiff kick that on at Rotherham, yeah, that'll be decent. But we've got to. The thing is, I could see all the res- I could see Rotherham getting beat twice. And we lose to Derby. Yeah, I can see that. I can see it all happening. But, but yeah. But you can also see Rotherham lose twice and us nick it and by some jammy goal. We're still in it. Yeah. That's all we can say. We're still in it. So next week, next Saturday, Dexterity Box Channel, Derby Either. versus Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Same unless, time as this week. I mean, unless I, I probably still do it. But the only chance is if, if if Rotherham win on Tuesday, I might not. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because if Rotherham win, we're down. Unless Cardiff well, no. beat them 7-0. Well, this is, well, this is, the, this is the stupid um, thing. You don't know. Come mm. Until Saturday come, we don't know what we are. Because Rotherham have got to... They only need a that's point. That's not true. Until Tuesday comes. Until Tuesday comes, sorry. And but I meant, I meant Saturday for us in terms of our game. Yeah, but even that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Are, are Rotherham going to lose 5-0 on the last day and are we going to win 5-0? Probably not, because I think no. the goal difference... Well, it's not that bad. I think it's actually... I think it's a five-goal oh. goal difference. I think they're minus 17 or 16 and we're minus 21 or something like that. It's so right. it's a case of... 
it'd be batterings on either side. We'd need to batter Derby and they and they'd need to be battered by Cardiff. So Rotherham are minus they won. sixteen. We're minus twenty one and Derby are minus twenty two. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it's all on if Rotherham lose. But he's looking at that he's looking at that table. It's forty points, forty points, forty points, forty three. Yeah. Jeez. Rotherham lose the next two and we beat Derby, we stay up. That's what you got that's the way you gotta look at it. Yeah. Rotherham lose the next two. Or draw the next two. We beat Derby. We're up. Yeah. Eyes on that Tuesday game. Okay. We'll be back on social media by then if you want to chat to us about it. Dexterity Box Twitter, PunkChef41 Twitter. Yep. Let's let's talk about it. Hopefully there'll be a bit of change in the abuse as well because it's uh, Mm. horrific. So, moving on to the news. Okay. So, we've done the the recent matches. There's only been one. We have got... uh, uh, It's not that. It's... So, the 72 are quoting Examiner Live. Right. Talking yep. about, but it's genuinely been a thing that the club have been talking anyway. Darren Moore's talking about his recruitment for next season. So there was a little bit of controversy about whether Darren Moore was going to be staying on next season. Some fans were saying it, what, what's going on with his contract, all of that. It looks like he's already started to plan for transfers for either scenario. It's looking like he's yeah. even planning for League One in terms of recruitment. So what do you think that means for the club? I think it's good to see that we're already starting to think that way. Even though we've halted contract talks with a lot of players, and I understand that because they don't want to put something to a player who could be on high earners if we don't know what league we're going to be in. Kind of yeah. That makes sense. But the fact that more been given that kind of thing to go, right, this is what we're going to do. But I'll talk about one of the ones, if it's still in here later, about Pelopeti, if it's there. No, I've uh, removed it. Right. We've talked about Pelopesi well, enough well, to talk about I'll it I'll just now. say slightly. Moore sounds like he wants to keep Pelopesi and Chancery doesn't. So it would mm-hmm. be interesting. But the fact that we're already on that kind of thinking... And this is the thing. Is good. Right, this is going to tear the fan base and I'm going to get some stick for this. A lot of people that say Pelopesi's crap slate Chancery, right? And say Chancery's bad for the club. So do you agree with Darren Moore that... <laughs> Pelopessi's a good player now, or do you agree with Chancery, the man that you despise Ooh. so much, that Pelopessi should be off? Because for me, well, this Pelopessi is just turning into a good breakout. Yeah, Pelopessi should definitely get another deal. What do What do you think? Like to, today, yes, I understand. I've got. Uh, we were talking in the chat. He can become a bit of a passenger in certain games, but that's only when the whole team's underperforming. Yeah, right. For me, Diggs passes out. He's a good breakup midfielder. He, He's, Personally, he's a, he's a good he, could have, he could have gone at the end of last season, yeah, kind of thing, and he didn't. And I think he didn't. I think he signed on reduced terms then. So mm-hmm. if he's happy to be here, I'm happy to have him here, kind of thing. If he wants to play football and he knows he'll get first team, and Pelopesi possibly in a League One place could be vital because of how crunching he can go in tackle. Do we know? Um, do we know allegedly why Chancery wants Pelopesi out? Uh, it's more it, apparently. I think it's cost thing, but I think he wants even cheaper players. If that makes sense. I don't. I, I don't feel like that'd be the case though, because surely unless Pelopesi's actually on a big chunk. But what? Mm. Then again, the mismanagement sometimes. Have we put Pelopesi on a chunk? Yeah. You know, is he is he on something that's? And you've got to remember, we've also got Leo, Luongo to come back next season as well. Yeah. Who would be in that position? But it's surely if your if your new manager that you've just hired is going says I, I want, want him, you can you back him, don't you? Yeah, you don't want to start. The point? You don't want to start it straight away with going well, because I it's don't because want him. it's also not like it's also not like 
Moore's going, I want this player. We've got to sign this player, play a transfer fee for him and yeah. do all of that. It's a case of, yes, we might just have to stump up the wages. But if Moore's saying, I want this player in my squad, then surely you keep him. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that weird mismanagement. We don't know what's going on behind scenes, which we've heard all season. Yeah. So, ideally, with the whole Dan Moore, if he started to already plan for whatever season, I, you've got to take it as a positive because it's him going, right, I don't want to have it last game of the season, then I'm having to plan for League One. I want to have it that I start now. And possibly with him having his illness, he's been able to look at other players and had that time to look at who he wants a bit more because he's not in the day-to-day running at the club itself because he can't actually physically go out and, you know, train with the lad. Mm-hmm. He can only sit on the sofa. And do, do you like want Pelopessi to stay on? Yes. Why? What do you see in him? Because well, we see, know this. We've talked about this behind the scenes, but I, mean, I know for what me, you see. For, for me, I see a player that's very good at breaking up the play. He's got a good path in him. And that partnership they got with Bannon is really starting to become something quite strong. And I think in League One, you look at how he built. He built very well for League One. He's a good squad player. Like, whenever we needed him to step up this season, even though it's been the worst season for him, he stepped up. He speaks he's not, well as well. And now. he's not gone missing too much. Like, on times where we've had Liam Shaw, and Liam Shaw's been a bit rash because he's young, but then you put Pelopesti in that same kind of situation, he cools it down a bit. Yeah. But at the start of the season, we were all saying how Longo was the missing link, and then we lose him for half the season. So, he was genuinely a missing link. <laughs> the yeah. link was missing because he's been on the injury bloody room. Um, I think the one thing that's different, and what do you think I'm going to say here? The one thing that's changed about Pelopesi this season for me. Go on. He goes forward more. Mm. So instead of just being that passenger in the middle, because I have seen that sometimes, there's been times where I've watched him and I've got it. You might as well not be on the pitch in yeah. the past. And that's why I understand, right, why Wednesday fans have got that, 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 pre-sort of determined position on what Joey Pelopesi is. But this season... But do you think that's under more, more than no, anything? No, I don't. Or do you think that's just from the start of the season with Monk? I think Pelopesi this season has grown into a championship player that goes forward. He's not just that. He breaks up the play now, but he also drives... The whole play style, when we've been allowed to do it, especially under more, he brings the ball forward. He doesn't just take it and lay it off straight away. He'll, he will now look for an opening. And if he can move forward with it before he lays it off, he does it. He's brought that attack inside mm. to him. He's taken the ball winning midfielder role and made it more box to box. So when you've got Bannon next to him, if Pelopesi gets stuck, he can get to Bannon next to him with flair and move it on. For yeah. me, I think keeping that central midfield partnership of Bannon and Pelopesi could be, a, especially if we go down, could be a key yeah. of build up play. Up. You know? Because you oh. need that familiar- familiarity there. And it took Joey Pelopesi a while to get it, which is why he gets a lot of stick, right? Because it took him so long to adapt to the English game. But now he's got that familiarity with the team, with yeah. the players, with the English style of the game. The League One's more scrappy, don't get me wrong. He's, he's a good on-the-ball midfielder. And I think for the money, free, right? Okay, we've got to pay him a bit more in yeah. wages or maybe keep him on the same sort of contract. You can't look... Who else would you get for the same, for the, for the same sort of exactly. value? You wouldn't. And also the other thing, I think the other reason why some people don't like him, he's part of the Josh Lukai legacy, because he was a player that Josh Lukai brought in. Mm. So I wonder if there's some of that at it. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I could, I could see that being a thing. I could see it. I didn't like Josh. 
I thought it was one of the worst. It's probably the worst mistake we've made in a long time. Pulis doesn't even. Pulis was a, a right idea on paper, but an awful idea on practice. Yeah. Whereas Joss was just the like a what? But we trusted. That's the thing. We trusted Chancery with Joss because we we didn't know about Carlos before he came, no. and Carlos was we great. Th- we thought we thought with the he he done another pick out of something no one's heard of, but he'll do well. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd give Pelopessi another year as long as it's not too Definitely. ludicrous. Um, I think he's got a good partnership there. And we're going to put our tin hats on, tin hat warning, duck down because we're probably going to get stick from this. But think about it. If you are on the side, if you are the ones that slated Chancery and you want Pelopessi to go, you're currently siding with Chancery. So look at it from that perspective yeah. right now. Uh, I'm going to back the manager who I have seen more attacking intent from and I'm more happy to see that. I don't think we should keep too many of the out-of-contract players. Is I've got to say that. any more puns that you could put in there for more? No, no. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I've got... I don't. Uh, I don't think we should keep too many of the out of contract players on. Don't no. get me wrong, but Pelopessi is one of them. Moving on to players that are in contract that might be off. Um, the football fancast has been talking. It's Housen again. Dom Housen. Fair play to the man. He like yeah. he gets. He get everybody bloody quotes him. So when we do our research, everything seems to lead back to the man. He's got such superior. He's got such good access with the uh, with the squad, but. Yeah. I think this is more speculation as well, but he has, yes, there yes. has been heard uh, reports about the club will have a job on their hands, quote, uh, in keeping the attacking midfielder Josh Windass at Hillsborough. Because with West Brom, uh, have been interested in him in January. There's a lot of interest in Windass. Middlesbrough, Cardiff, I think there's Stoke. Yeah, one of our community also said to me that his dad said he's not sticking around. I thought that was about Wigan, but no, I don't know I've, if he said I, something no, for the latter. No, I think he said that about Hull. People were asking him if he'd go into Hull, and he said, no, he's not. Right. Okay. It was a Hull link, not a Wigan link. So okay. it because Hull gone up, people's automatically gone, well, is he going to Hull because his dad was there? Yeah, well, I think... Well, Josh Windass has been one of those players that his, he was frustrating earlier in the season with his selfish nature in terms of strikers. But let's be honest, I'm not calling Josh Windass a selfish person there. I'm saying that he's a, he's a striker and they're naturally quite selfish. They've got that attitude to them. They yeah. have to be that because it gets their clinical na- nature. However, Josh Windass hasn't been that clinical this season. So when Moore came in, he switched him around and he was like, no, you've got to be a little bit more selfless. We need yeah. you to link up the play. We need you to get your assists in there. And since then, for me... Josh Windass has been one player we need to keep hold of. What do you think about all of this? I think Josh Windass is a player we definitely need to keep hold of. As you've seen, he's even joked at himself on Twitter yeah. at times going. He doesn't take himself sh- too seriously until no, he's on the pitch, which I respect. I I I I mean it cat twenty two here because yeah, people are looking at Windass, but Windass, if we go down, will be then on two relegation on a CV mm-hmm. kind of thing. And Club do look well, at that. Well, he was on loan with us last no. season. Well, when he when te- Wigan got relegated, yeah, but he was technically still part of it because he started the season with them. Yeah, but if they're doing the research, punk, they should be able to do properly yeah. research. I get what yeah. you're saying, but they should be able to do yeah. their proper research into and it. it. And the only reason he didn't work at Wigan is because he fell out with Paul Cock. So, I the the, the bonus is if he does go, we'll get some money for him. But we know he's not going Jack- to Ipswich, by no. the way. It's been linked all the time that he's going to go back to Paul Cook. This su- right, I'm sorry, the people that have been saying that, it's such lazy journalism. He, it's he not- even said it on Twitter. That was the reason he left. Yeah, he's not going. Ipswich also aren't interested. Paul Cook doesn't want to have him back. 
No. It's not happening. Okay. No, it's been, that, it's people were, more likely get Jordan Rhodes on a three than they'll get Winda. There were some there were some articles that were linking him with Paul yeah. Cook and his switch, but there's also been counter arguments to that, and they're a lot more credible in my eyes than what I've seen. So he's not the going nice, to switch. The nice thing is we'll make we've made some money out of him. Yeah, if he, if he's off, it'll make but I I think he is one of the players that you want to keep in your team yeah. because in my he's, opinion, he if we get relegated, settled. get rid of everyone else. Mm. Rhodes is off. It's probably going to cost us too much money. Yeah. I really wish it had worked for Jordan Rhodes at Sheffield Wednesday. It, it's gutting that it didn't. Here's the thing, though. If the way I'm sitting on it at the minute, if Jordan Rhodes is going down to League One with us, he's going to cost us too much money. Yeah. If Jordan Rhodes stays in the championship, I don't think he can cut it for us anymore. No. So if we stay in the championship, so either way, I think it's it's the end for Jordan Rhodes now. But the Jordan yes, Rhodes, the Jordan Rhodes thing is interesting because you look at the clubs that are looking at him. It's like Cardiff that championship. Why do Cardiff want all? Of, why do Cardiff and Borough want all of our players? And Stoke. I, I didn't know about Stoke. Oh, Stoke, Stoke got on last season. Well, yeah. well, Stoke, Stoke are looking at Windass too. So it's Windass is one of those ones. This season, he really come on as a player and he changed the game a little bit. And I'd like to see more of that. What you see on social media, very close with Barry Bannon. Mm-hmm. They, they do seem to get on quite well. And he does seem like he's one of the jokey kind of people in the dressing room kind of thing. So yeah, no, it would be interesting to see what happens there. And we know what Chancellor is like for holding the ground and going, I'm not selling you for this much. So yeah. it would have to be and a hopefully, good price. Hopefully, hopefully his attitude would be decent as well with that. Like, oh, I don't want to play in League One and he could get over his ego and he wouldn't yeah. cause too much trouble. Um, thing is, I think, um, who, who else would you have up front? Right, you've got Callum Patterson, but he's not really a striker for me. Maybe no. you get a little bit more play in League One. Callum Patterson and Windass, though, they're only who else is our attacking options? Take out That's the it. wingers, take out Green and stuff That's like it. that. Yeah, exactly. We, get rid of Rhodes. We, we build had from it. Maybe bring season, in Jeff Cott we if had, you're lucky last season we had six strikers on the books. Yeah. And then in the summer it went to we went after the lad who went to Birmingham, thankfully not done much. That mm-hmm. didn't come off. Every time we seem to got linked with a striker. They went somewhere else. And it's either the point deduction or it was a location thing for me, with what you look at. And then you've got to try. We'll, we'll be able to convince a player to come to Wednesday. That's the bonus. It's to get him to perform as well. Yeah. Yes. It's keep Windass and put Jeff Cott next to him. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, or keep Windass, bring Atinuiu back, have Windass running off Atinuiu. That League nice. One. Oh, can you imagine League One? That'd be superb. Six foot six, he holds up the play, does the physical nature, slips in Josh Windass, who's who's really pacey, by the way, Punk, and runs past him and he can bury it. I'd love that. To be be fair, are you trying to get the band back together? Are you saying we should go get Kieran Lee from Bolton? No, unfortunately. (laughs) We probably shouldn't have let him go, in fairness, but he has been in the injury room for Bolton as well. So it's been one of them. But yeah, I think think Windass we should definitely try and keep hold of. But I'm yep. sure that if we get relegated, everybody will be like, get rid of them all and start again because we've got a blank checkbook in League One even though we're in a lot of debt. Mm. Keep your heads on, lads. I know the emotion rules a lot of times. We, we need to balance the books, whatever league we're in this season, do it properly. Exactly. And whatever league we're in next season could be attracting the likes of Jordan Jones. So this is from One Borough. One Borough, as in <laughs> Middlesbrough. Uh, Sunderland, quote, Sunderland are likely to confirm Jordan... 
uh, Jordan Jones on a permanent signing who has been at the stadium light since January. It remains to be seen where Jones will end up playing next season as Sheffield Wednesday and Preston have also been linked with a 26-year-old. Right. I took the end quote. I took this because we'd found articles that had said that Jordan Jones was likely to come to Wednesday. However, this is the more prominent one that's confirming that Sunderland are more likely to keep him at Sunderland because Rangers have said he's free to go in the summer. He's current Rangers player on loan. How would you feel about Jordan Jones at Wednesday? Because there is a chance that we could go in for him. Because the thing is, if Sunderland get promoted, that's going to be difficult if they want yeah. Jordan Jones, which is why I brought he, this up here. He's a good player. I've seen bits of him this season. And he's, he's what we I need, always but, sign him on FIFA, so it'd be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's one of these strengthful ways, a player that we need, but Sunderland have got the money now. Doesn't matter what league they're in. Yeah. They can offer it whatever happens and it all it goes down to how settled the player has been while he's been there you know it's all the background stuff and i like to see us go for it but realistically now you see where that one a permanent sign for him if he's already been there sounds more likely but it all depends what they're going to put in front of him in wages but the thing is he they have the added option that they do have a bit of money now and they can be a bit smarter. But I th- I Sunderland think more don't like, want I th- to do what they do last time. Still, for me, yeah, but me, for me, like a relegate, uh, a promoted Sunderland is more attractive than a relegated Wednesday. Oh, God, yeah. Because Sunderland is still a massive club. That's the issue. So we brought it in. You obviously brought in the articles that said he was linked to Wednesday. I did a bit more digging. Um, and it looks like Sunderland is still interested. And if that is the case, it's more likely that Jordan Jones s- signs at Sunderland comes to Wednesday, but Preston and Wednesday fighting it out for him. Wednesday are the third on that list for me. Sorry, I love Wednesday, yep. and I'd obviously go to Wednesday, but if Preston were in for me and Sunderland were in for me, when when the current Wednesday well, team were well, in for me... Well, I'll put it this way. If Wednesday and Sunderland are still in League One, he's going to Preston. Mm-hmm. Unless he's really... Unless he got a real... A real love for being in Sunderland and stuff. Well, look, at we we sometimes sign players after loan spells. Loan spells can do the world of wonders. I think if Michael Hector could have signed for us, he'd have signed for us. Yeah. I think if Jacob Murphy, before he got the time at Newcastle, if he could have signed for us, he'd have signed for us. Yeah. You know, if, he, if they get him in that bubble, and they probably will because he's out of contract, I reckon Jordan Jones is going to Sunderland, but we'll see what happens. Moving on to players that should be staying here. For the love of God, I hope they're staying here. Barry Bannon... <laughs> Hasn't got a release clause in his contract. We've been talking about this for quite a while. Yep. So this is from the Yorkshire Post. Wednesday's championship fates are on a knife edge. Blah, 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 blah. Nottingham Forest, all that. We're past all that now. I don't even know why I've left the article in here. But Bannon said, this is the important bit, and quote, I have signed a two-year deal. And I signed that when we were in the bottom three. So let's see what happens. That will be down to the chairman and the people to decide at the club if the worst does happen. So basically. We don't have to sell him. No. If we and don't want to. He'd also turned around and said in interviews that he did for the club, like, I wouldn't have signed the contract if I didn't want to be here. He's also kind of said thing. he wants to see out the contract no matter what happens. Yeah. That's the he big won- bit. And he kind of went, if we're in League One, I'm helping us to get out of League One. If we're in the Championship, I'm helping us to push for the Premiership. This is a player who didn't have any club looking at him. And we took the chance and took the gamble and he's repaying it. And we can say all what we like, what we've had this season with loyalty, but Bannon is showing it there. And Could he go? Signing that contract. 
signing Graham. that contract also means we'll get money for him. Yeah, and could we get money for him? Because what was Neil Warnock doing? What is it with Borough? Ah, did, did you see what it's? Did you see that? Yeah, did you I see did. What said? So, so they were at the end of the match against Borough versus Wednesday, where we got battered. There was a bit of conversation going on between Neil Warnock and Barry Bannon, who've got history. Now, a lot of people thought that Warnock was tapping him up to come to Borough. Now, what has been said, Barry Bannon's come out and said that he was basically saying um, that he played well, he's become a good player. He, he was apologising about his time yeah. at Palace with him. So Warnock, Barry Bannon looks back on his time with Palace as very mixed. He wasn't very, and Warnock was a big part of that. And the apology there, he said it meant a lot to him that he got an apology from Warnock. Now, do you think that's all it was, or do you think he was trying to get him friendly with him to sign him next season? I actually think it was Warnock going, look, I, did, I should have talked a bit more, Chan, because you are a player. And I think there's a lot of managers out there that see who have had Bannon on their books and like, what the hell were we thinking? Like, if Blackpool could have kept him on loan, yeah. you never know where Blackpool could be now. It's that kind of thing where I don't think he would have done it. Like tactic, he might have turned and said, "Oh, look, come and as a joking thing," but I think it would say, "I, I believe what Bannon said, and I kind of see that in Neil Warnock's nature." We had it last week with what we said about him. He does yeah. seem that kind of person. He'll hold his hands up and say, "You know what? I was in the wrong." I like, must, I, I must, I must say though, it would be very Warnock to oh, it would. our best player. Yes, but if they've got to do that, they pulled our pants down with Jordan Rose. Time to do the same to Middlesbrough. You want our best player? This is how much you're paying. Yeah, there's there's reported rumours going about people think, well, someone, you know what I've seen which, what's mental? Some Wednesday fans saying, oh, a million and a half, and he can go, are you serious? What? Are you serious? I don't care if he's, what is he, 32, 33? 31. 31? I thought yeah, he was 32. So. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I don't care, right, if he's in his 30s and he's coming towards the, the end of his career in terms of, you know, playing days at this level. Someone even turned around and said to me, Sheffield United might go for him. That made, me like, feel a bit, that made me feel a little bit sick, actually, because I was like, there is a chance. Yeah. Because this is what I thought, right? Sheffield United could go in for some of our out-of-contract players, or they could go in for the Bannons. They've done then, it before. Yeah, they, do, they love it. We don't do it to them. Have you noticed that? But yeah. they love to take our castaways. And even worse, they won't be our castaways this time because they'll take the players that we want just because they don't have to move. Yeah. Because they're already bit, they're already here, and that's a big one for Bannon, considering he only relocated this season. Yeah, if I don't, I honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't think, think he would. I don't, Bannon would fear for his safety, right? If well, he uh, lived in Sheffield, he, I don't think to... he would. And he's also he's said stuff in the past that wouldn't go down well. In so did Gary Medine though, but then he became an he became their best mate. Oh, you poor man! I just I just seen what Barry Bannon's full name is. Barry Ryan Bannon. Oh, you poor sod. There's a lot of ans in there, isn't there? Is yeah, there? a lot of an 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 man. But no, um, he'd be right back. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he is. <laughs> uh, so I think. I think in terms of the out-of-contract players, we could see them going to, to local clubs that stay up, which would be an yeah. issue. Um, I reckon, I, I reckon, if anything, I reckon the uh, the uh, piggies could be after reach. 
Mm. Um, he'd be a good free signing for them. Uh, think players like that. Uh, but but it all terms, depends on what's going on at the lane. Cause you don't seem good at the lane at the minute, so they might not go that way. So in terms of Warnock tapping up Bannon, though, do you think that he could buy him? Yes, yeah, but Chancery would pull their pants down because they'd go, "Well, you sold me Jordan Rose, and look at him now. He's like, <laughs> where's my warranty?" <laughs> He is, he is, he is a man of principle. Uh, he is a man of principle, Chancery. So it would be interesting to see what happened. It would be, it, it would be a very careful thing to say, though. Be careful, though, if you are a current Wednesday player and you mm. decide to go to like a, a Sheffield United. There is the case of like, there is a bit of drama around all of that in the city, especially if you live in the city. Don't go to Meadowall. Don't go out in the city. If, yeah. and you'll get, you'll get a bit of a, a bit of. You'll stick. get a bit of a stick for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. I think no, I th- I don't I think, think he's tapping him up. I think I think Bannon's staying, and I think I think he should stay because I'm not one of those people that thinks that he's done. I think that he offers most, and, and I think he's one of the most passionate players we've got at the club. And I know people turn around and say this: if Barry Bannon didn't want to stay, why would he sign a two-year deal? Yes, it could be that he wants to get some money for the club, but well, we all thought that- he signed it because he had a relegation release clause. That's what people were throwing at him. He's got a relegation clause, so it doesn't matter. And it was it was a very serious, clear no, and you could tell he was a bit peed with the question being answered questioned to him he wasn't yeah. ha- happy with it the answer that they got back was a bit sharp of going no as in to go why would i yeah no yeah it's not it's not the best question to get presented to you anyway oh. but yeah i hope barry banner stays yep definitely now this next one we're gonna we're gonna so carton palmer's come out against chancery another one of the other ones he spoke to the uh Football fancast. I think this is never quoted these before. By the way, we've quoted about three times today. Carl yeah. Palmer. Um, he's talked in an exclusive in- interview that it's the manager selection and the the rotation of managers that's that's killed the club this season. Now, we've still got a chance of staying up, but he basically thinks that this manager thing is going to be what has secured our doom. Do you think it's the chopping and changing of managers and not the point seduction that's done it? A little, well, if we have the point, if we don't have the point deduction, Gary Monk's probably still here and we still probably have the players. I don't know, yeah, though, because we, we get, that we started get, to decline six yeah, months but, before we got a yeah, point deduction, get, remember? But we, uh, Christmas. True, true, yeah. Uh, now, he said that probably would have had the manager change then. And yes, it is a bit of an issue when you don't have your consistent, had the same manager each time. Like, if you look at Wednesday, we technically had six managers this season. Yeah. And um, not really, but yeah, I know. What you well, mean. taking charge of the club then. in the dugout, yeah. So Gary, Gary Monk, Lee Bullen, Tom, Tom no Lee Bullen, Pulis, Tomo, Moore, Smith. I ain't missed anyone out there. It's been it's been it's been a strange one, and it's like I understand that, but a lot of the people who came in, I think the Pulis decision wasn't well thought out. He just went for the person who got to. Everyone was telling him. He's the person to get you out of this situation. Get him. He's he, he, you go to man. I'd love to know who else was on that interview list. Kind of thing. If it was Sam Allardyce, Poulis, yeah, Pardew, um, <laughs> Pardew, yeah. And you can't remember at that point when we were looking at manager, Darren Moore was getting looked at for the Barnsley job. Yeah. I think Darren Moore's one of the best appointments we've had, and I th- I don't think it's the the chopping and changing. I think it's just 
He's oh. not had good luck on injuries. He's it's not just been a, it's back been, it, it's been, been a poor season. Everything has gone against the club this season, so I don't even really want to go into that one too much. Um, Tom Lee's update. So Tom Smith's been uh, Tom Smith. <laughs> Jamie Smith. <laughs> Jamie Smith has been uh, chatting. Uh, the Yorkshire Live are quoting Smith here. Quote, Tom Lees won't be available. We obviously know this. Yeah. He went off injured against Middlesbrough, but fortunately there's no fractures or breaks, which is good for him. It's ligament damage. Not That's so worse, good for him. though. Yeah, it is. It is, because if lig- ligaments are damaged, they're, they're not so easy to sort out. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means for long term. We're gutted for him. So a lot of fans were saying, well, that's the last we've seen. We said it might be the last we've seen of Tom Lee's, but but the difference is he's out of contract here and your captain wants him to stay. Yeah. And this is what's come out this week. So Football League World quote Bannon as saying, he's going to be a massive miss in these two games because his leadership court is now he's performed this season. It's a big miss for us. Hopefully he can get the news that he wants. He's not out for too long and we can get he can get back to fitness. We don't know what's happening with Tom's contract, but personally, I'd love him to stay here and help us next season. Now that, End quote. That is the uh, the difference for me. That mm. is that is what's changed yeah. it a little bit because I thought he's gone. He's never playing for us again. But if your captain wants him to stay, do you keep your captain happy? What do you think? Uh, well, we just spoke about Barry Bannon what, wanting to stay, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I, Tom Lee's is a weird one because the game where he's coming in and he's absolutely had a great game, he saved stuff. But with Tom Lee's, he needs to have another person at the side of him. So if you are keeping Tom Lees, make sure you've got that player ready to be at the side of him. Even if it is I offer when he's back kind of thing, because they did work well. But Tom Lee needs someone outside it. He can't be the one to command the defence. He's not to have someone, not babysitting him, just to reassure him, if that makes sense. I hope for us as a club, if he, is, if he doesn't get like the, a new deal and he's told, you know, I hope we turn us a lot. We're not going to give you a deal, but you can use our facilities Train, yeah, to get up to your thing because that's what you do because he's been here for a while. I don't want it to go, right, you're done. You've got to go. Well, there's a duty of care to players as well. I think some clubs like have got a specific duty of care that they get clubs back to uh, players back to fitness. I think yeah. Tom Lees will be sorted. Um, in terms of the contract, it's weird. If it, if it means keeping Barry Bannon happy, I'd sign him on a year. Yeah. But I don't. I also. But I don't want him on a year. I don't. I, I, there's been I, too calamity time, Jane for me this season. It's he's, time for him to move on for me, for him and the club. Yeah, he'd been same. here since. I the really car like Tom Lee's. I'd love to yeah. speak to him someday. He was part of a really good side. I just feel like it's not clicked this season, and we need a reshape in a lot of things. And when he offers back, I'd like to see a bit more of Eofa and Dunkley, and then Bunk, uh, Born, uh, Burn is the other well, option remember, there. Well, remember, Dunkley's contract was only a year, so he's out of contract. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he only signed a year contract. I thought he did two years, but... Uh, Hang on, I will check. It's a case of I'd rather see that going forward than... Tom Lees has been a great servant to the club. And I'm really happy with the history we've got there. I just feel like the turmoil the club's in, it needs a freshen up, and that's nothing against Tom Lee's at all. Yeah, you're right. It is a two year. I don't think it was a year. It was, I think it was a year. Because you do this all the time. Because <laughs> you do this all the time with contracts. Leave me alone. <laughs> you do, I, though. I heard what you said about me in the pot, in your dream, you said. <laughs> what did I say? I forgot. I've said a lot about today. me About me pronouncing stuff and everything. Well, oh yeah, well, well that's, Google Translate. That's that's common. That's common knowledge. That, uh, 
your pronunciation is 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 common knowledge, my friend. Okay, so yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's I think it's the end of the road for Tom Lee's at Wednesday, but it'd be interesting yeah. to see how that one develops. Um, just a quick one on Darren Moore. He's wished he, he's thanked us all for the support, not us specifically. We obviously did support him as well, but he's a uh, he's he's trying to be on the mend. He's starting to feel a bit better, but he's 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 got a bit of way to go. There's rumours about him coming back to the squad before the end of the season. Just take your time, mate. Look look after yeah. yourself. Um, at, the, but, at the end of the day, don't be in the dugout for the game next week. Yeah, all our best to Darren Moore there. Get yeah. yourself fighting fit. Get back for the ne- next season if you can healthily. Just just look after yourself. That's what's important. Um, well, I think what what I like was how he spoke very highly of our club doctor being like, "No, you're going," and not giving in the option. Yep, kind of thing. Because I think he, I think some places he might have got the option. The club doctor said, "No, I'm not risking you. Go, bye, go get better." <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, and I'm just, I'm just hopeful that he gets better. And we, we've got to be stern with people like that. It's a case of like in Spurs and stuff. The Spurs medical team need to tell. It's really hard to tell someone like Harry Kane that he's not fit, but tell him he's not fit and rest him. Especially for yeah. the Euros, for Christ's sake, he shouldn't have played that final. He should be rested because yeah. uh, we need him for the Euros, please. Um, so uh, this is it. We're going to go on about wasted loans now, and that's been a story of Wednesday season. For so from the Examiner Live, forgotten man Jack Marriott. Has played his final match for Sheffield Wednesday, not playing for Forest. Uh, he still, quote, he still has a little bit of uh, ten, tendinitis? Tendinitis. Tendinitis. Yeah, I've never read that before. In his knee, I thought it was nitus, but it re- reads really weird. In his knee, he's here. You've just corrected me on pronunciation. That's not um. <laughs> he, he, is, uh, he is still here receiving treatment. And obviously, Marriott, we we play Derby County on the last day of the season. He can't play against yeah. his parent club. What I want to ask here is if we wasted our loans this season, is he I Brown, ra- I ra- Aiden ra- Flint, Marriott? Marriott back and kept Flint. Because Flint yeah. in that Cardiff back four been immense. Yeah. And it, maybe maybe sent Izzy Brown back and just got someone in to help us in midfield or a striker on loan who wants a bit of game time just to show his club that he can do it. I have to hold my hands up, right? Um, and I admit when I'm wrong. And well, to be honest, I've not been able to see if I'm fully wrong. But I said I wanted to see more out of Izzy Brown. He had a couple of more more appearances and he didn't perform. No. But he still wasn't given the consistency I'd like to have seen him given from the start. But, but my actual opinion on this now is why was he here in the first place? Why was he brought in if we weren't going to play him? What's going on? Luton Town fans have said that he's got an attitude. You know, Huddersfield Townsman's couldn't speak so highly of him because he came and he helped get him promoted. Yeah. I bet the entire. What what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's just got his phone out on a podcast. No. What are you doing? It, no, it's my little lunch. My missus was just asking me, do I know where the teddy is? And I took a no. <laughs> right, okay, fair enough. We're keeping that in just so you know how unprofessional he is, but it's family reasons, so it's fine. Uh but uh <laughs> fair enough. I just thought I thought you'd pulled up like a news report. But yeah, Aiden Aiden Flint um should have been the, was the only loan that had any promise and we sent he, him back. I un I understand at the time why we sent Flint back because he was injured. But we didn't send Marriott back. Yes. Why why did Marriott stay and Flint With Dunkley and Oil for injured, it doesn't make any sense. Yes. It I I don't I don't get it. Because we know we're normally quite good at getting loans in and judging them. We've mm-hmm. done quite well in the last couple of seasons. And 
you, you keep playing, you look for a young kid, I'm using an example here, Arsenal, who's under 23s, he wants to show Arteta, he wants to be in the club for next season as a striker, you put him in. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get that kind of loaning and we might have something different. It's weird. I don't understand what's happened with that part of the game. I um, just think our loans have been awful. I'd love to Absolutely know how much we've given Derby for Marriott for the season. What, if there's a loan fee or we've just paid yeah. his wages? Yeah. Because that'd be even more sickening if we both go down. Yeah. It's just... I, we don't usually waste loans. Wednesday... Is We're normally first, very good. This We're is normally, the first season where we've screwed up yeah. loans. Normally. Just Hector, Murphy, you know, we've always Sasso. had a seat. Sasso, yeah. Every season we seem to have had a good player in a yeah. loan. This season was probably Aidan Flint. And then we'd always, and then we'd always done, then we'd also done that whole thing. We've had them. We either get a player who's really good on loan, and we make them world beaters, and then we can never get them again. Yeah. The only one time where that was actually worked out to was Antonio. Yeah. And but we still sold him for too little. Yeah, that was. We got like well, two point three million for him back. Yeah, in the but day, did you we? did you hear that was Stuart Gray saying, "I don't want you in my squad," and he just let him go. That was great decision, Stuart. Yep. As such, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, our loans have been poor this season. No, they have. Um, so if our loans have been poor, next season, who should we be building the squad around? We've talked a little bit about Windass or anything. Is there any uh, youth prospects you want to see develop into there? I've put Fizz down there. I've put, uh, there's breakthroughs of Ryan Galvin, Declan Thompson. The, any the, of them you'd the, like to see play a part? Brennan, who was on the bench today. I'd like to see a bit more of Alex Hunt, give him some game time, give him a new contract. Actually give him, if he's going to be part of this. Give him some up. whey protein, for Christ's sake. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Bulk up. You're in these physical leagues, mate. It's fine if you've, it's fine if you're in the Premier League, but even Foden, like he looks quite, yeah. he looks quite slim, but he's got power. If you watched him in the Champions League, um, the other match where he played yeah. against PSG and he ran through. He's he's got he's got power and balance. Hunt just looks a little bit too lightweight for me at the minute. He needs to he needs to get some power on him. He, he got the technical skill, definitely. He, definitely, he he's got so much potential. If he can build up, then we've got a chance to see a thing. There's a lot. There's a lot that kind of thing. I personally would have loved to seen uh, Delhi Batshu get on in the Nottingham Forest game. I think him in the middle would have made a big difference. Yeah. Just uh, just even to give him like 20, 30 minutes to just be on and say, he's going for fun in the under 20s at the minute. Yeah. Just uh, Delhi Basher, that's the thing. I saw somebody reply to that going, oh, he's found his level. And I was just like, are you for real? Does everybody expect us just to have like world class players coming through these under twenty ones? Delhi yeah. Basharu, what what is it with some of our fan base that just won't get behind players? There's all, it's the, there's it's the, the media to slag them off straight away. It's the fans that don't watch the matches or don't understand progression. Stop it, right? You might as well not support. I'm not. This is really harsh, but you might as well not support the club if you aren't going to get involved in the current Sheffield Wednesday. Right? Support the club from afar. But don't just come in with that negativity if you don't have a clue what you're talking about, right? Because when Delhi Basharu has played, he's looked promising, right? And I want to see more of him. And it's just, it just gets on my nerves because, yes, we're in the crap. We report on it every week. We talk about it. I stream it. I'm live reacting to the crap every single week, punk, right? Yep. 
And then we talk about it after the matches. Sometimes we're really down about it. Sometimes we try and pick it up. But then you've got people that are just negative for negative sake. Yeah. And I'm like, if that's your coping mechanism, where's the criticism? Where's the constructive criticism? Because then it gets lost in this sea of negativity. And you just end up talking, you just end up being one of those people you get that just slags everyone off. And you you're know? bitter about it. It's like, it, when you see some of the things that when the fans sometimes tweet, they'll go, they'll see one great thing, they'll do something, but every single negative is picked apart every time, kind of mm -hmm. thing. And it's like, yes, well done. You're picking it apart, but could you do better? What? Well, it's not even if could you could could you do better. It's a case of like, how much football do you watch, right? And I, I, I we still sometimes get it. you don't know anything about football. I watch so much football, especially since lockdown. I'm I probably about I'm probably about seven eight matches a week at this stage, mate. To be yeah, honest, yeah. And I I get told off by the missus for uh, constantly watching football. But yeah. I'm getting to I'm getting to the point where my little one's watching it with me, so I've got to. Thing. But I'm also in a lucky position. My wife loves watching football, so it's fine. We're, I'm personally, and I can't speak for yourself, but I'm as close to like doing this professionally in the, the amount of football I watch and analyze because mm. I watch it and I watch different team styles and things like that, which is why I kind of like know how I'd want to set this Wednesday team up because I watch so much football. I see how other teams play yep. and want to bring it into this Wednesday side, which is why I've been all about like focusing on our fullback system and things like that. It's. It's very easy when you're in a Wednesday bubble to think that that play is not good enough, but then you actually look, you've got to look outside of that and realise what's available and realise that actually having a good youth prospect, having someone like Pelopessi in your team, it's a positive to have, yeah. right? You want to have it going forward. Uh, but talking about players that Wednesday can bring in, Sheffield Wednesday way up move a former Huddersfield town defender. Examine alive, quote, relegation haunted Sheffield Wednesday... For God's sake, <laughs> considering a summer move for Cheltenham sound defender Will Boyle. Despite missing a big chunk of the 2021 campaign due to a knee injury, it'll fit right in in our injury room, Boyle has clocked up 36 appearances for Michael Duff's side this term. Um, he's rose through the ranks at Huddersfield Town, largely played on the left of a back three next to Captain Ben Toza and Charlie Raglan, chipping in with seven goals. That's a good one for to help To help Cheltenham secure promotion to League One. Right, so some facts that we've dig digged into this. The, we'll get this out of the way. He's 62 overall on FIFA. For my modern era, that's disgusting. Got us <laughs> fix that. He's a bronze. We're back to that. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, he's 25 and his contract runs out in the summer. He's not the paciest, but you don't really need to be as a centre-back. We've got, we've got options that are actually quite yeah. pacey for centre-backs. The way we're playing out, I'm, I'm for this one. He's League yeah. 2, though. It's quite a step up. If we're League 1, this is perfect. It's only the next level up, and he's going to be promoted anyway. So we'll see. What, what do you feel on this one? It's, it's what the ones that, it's those signings that you're looking at where you think, and especially Darren Moore with what he's done at Donny, it's, a, it's very much a Darren Moore signing. Mm -hmm. Going, look, you've done it at League 2. I reckon you can do it at League 1. It's what we need. If you look at our backboard right now, Tom Lee is out, out of contract, might not be signing. Van Aken's on the way out. End of season, free agent. I offer you want to really baby, baby him back so it doesn't happen again because I offer the kind of one where... Just get into enough fitness so he can sign for another club. That's the Wednesday way. Yeah, but it's yeah. that kind of one where if you don't look after another injury like that, it's not great and he ends up like being a League Two player for most of his career because it just constantly happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. You, you look at... You look at our back four, we definitely do need someone. And 25, it's a good age. Definitely is. Decent. Definitely is. 
he's obviously very good in the air because mm-hmm. a lot of them are from corners. Uh, but is that going to be the case? We need something can do corners. Sorry, Bannon. I like you, but your corners are dreadful. Yeah, we need a set piece taker in this team. I'm sorry. Right, Bannon, you need to stop taking everything, mate, because you might put him in in training, but Jesus Christ. The amount of times this year I've gone, oh, it's the first man. Oh, it's the first man. Oh, to be look, fair, it's the that, first that man. That free kick at the end of the Forest game, I really want a Windath to take it because Windath have got a good whip on it. Yeah, any, but, but right, okay. I'd rather Bannon have took it than Harris because mm. I've not I've not seen Harris bury free kicks either. Why, why wasn't Reach taking it? Yeah. If like you want to be honest, why wasn't Reach taking it? Well, when, when I, I know we're going off tangent here, but when I saw that, I saw Harris and Bannon line up and they were passing on the box waiting for a cutback mm-hmm. so I was wondering oh they're going to play it back and he's just going to level it but if Will Boyle does come into this squad what we've been missing really is we've not really had a, a defender that can score that much no. Corner's got a couple not that but like we've not had someone since like Reader yeah. that could bury them and this sounds like it is it sounds e- like that kind of person I'll be it? easier it, I'll be honest it is easier at the lower leagues easier oh, and God, not yeah. easy to get goals from centre-backs and they often get them from set-pieces because the game's based around that in a lot of teams. But six, six, seven goals in League Two from a centre-back, that's the thing for me, bringing that, that into the team. Isn't that like team. one of our second top goals yep. this season? Jesus. Yep. It's not been a great season for Wednesday, but I would, uh, I would happily I see this. Like, 25 yeah. is a good age. He's not the paciest, but he's got, he's got a goal in him and he's part of a back. This is the thing that interested me. Will Boyle, he plays in a back three, which means playing out from the back, coming out. So he already that, knows that what exact, he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Taking the ball forward. Hutchinson, Boyle, Iorfa. Yeah. N- not yeah. bad. Not bad. Or even or even Iorfa, Dunkley, Boyle with yeah. um, Hutchinson just in front of them. And then you pull it all the way out there. Ideally I, for me, if Hutchinson's not in that, you put Iorfa in the middle. He's the one that comes through the centre because he likes to play that central midfield role. Boyle to the left of him where yeah. he plays for Cheltenham at the minute. And then you've got uh, Dunkley or another central defender at the right. And to be fair, I can see you doing a stream, a stream and screaming his name. Boyle. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that yeah. one um, out of contract as well. It sounds like a Wednesday deal all over that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, going on to teams of the season. Guess what? No Wednesday players are in it. Spoiler. Um, so we'll go for the EFL real quickly. We thought we'd read this out because we do talk about the championship and the, the leagues. Going down. So the EFL as a whole, uh, just the EFL, I think it's just League One and Two that have included in this. It's Burgeon Net for Sunderland. The left back is Elder from Hull. Then you've got Beavers. Mark Beavers of yeah. former Sheffield Wednesday. He's had a yeah. good season, actually. Yeah. Should we get him back? I, I actually know that apparently he said after he does with football, he may be training as a hairdresser. All right. Should we get him back in the Wednesday Central defence? Yeah, though? go for Why it. Why not? Team of the season. Atkinson at Oxford. Uh, 09 right back at Sunderland. Then you've got Ward in front of him. Then you've got Grant from Lincoln in midfield. Honeyman from Hull. In the, and you've got McGeady, who's Again. been great for Sunderland. Yeah. He was crap for us, but he's been so oh, good man. everywhere else. Uh, Clark Harris up front. And then Wyke up front for Sunderland as well. The manager is the Hull manager, Grant McCann. Uh, but this does also show you, you can go up first time if you do it right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We just never do. Hopefully, this is the season no, if we go down. So, uh, ho- uh, championship team of the season. This is more re- relevant to us. Not for long. Uh, Norwich have <laughs> uh, got a lot of players in here. The manager, Daniel Farke, is the 
is the manager, and then it's they've got Hanley and Aaron's in defence, Buendia on the wing and Puki up front, and then you've got Begovic in net for Bournemouth and Danjuma from Bournemouth on the wing. Watford, despite getting promoted, only got one player, Messina mm. at left back, Morrison for Cardiff at centre back, Mowat from Barnsley, a Barnsley player has got in the Championship team of the season. Barnsley have been good this season, though, in fairness. Very good. Uh, Elisi from Reading in the midfield as well, and then Tony for Brentford up front. So, were we linked with Hanley a couple of seasons ago from Blackburn? Maybe. I'm sure we We've were linked, linked with. with we got linked with everyone. We got linked with Jordan Ro- Jordan Rose for four or five years before he actually signed. Well, Eventually, yeah. it happened, and that went well. Um, but yeah, there you go. Teams of the season Sheffield Wednesday aren't involved with. Now we go on to the community topics. So we're going to start with we've got three today. Wait. Christopher Elsie, I thought I'd come up with a lighter topic with the inevitable prospect of relegation looming. Cheery. Thanks, Christopher. Lighter topic. Wonderful. start. (laughs) Uh, With the hope of being able to return to watch games at Hillsborough next season, I wonder what's your opinion on the best and worst music heard at our home games. By this, I mean the music played at kickoff, halftime at the end of the game. It goes without saying that most of us love High House Silver Lining, but in my opinion, you can also can't beat when we play Waterfront by Simple Minds. Agree with that. Uh, it also made me laugh when we used to play I Fought the Law by The Clash at the end of games when we <laughs> won managed by Brian Laws. Worst music, in my opinion, was when Dave Allen made them play classical music at the start of the game. It created zero atmosphere. Great show, as always. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Christopher. It's weird I... for me. I'm just going to go out with the fact God. that I find it weird that they're, they're constantly playing Arctic Monkeys, uh, not Arctic Monkeys, uh, Bring Me the Horizon at the minute. Yes. Uh, that's an interesting one for me. It's the modern Bring Me the Horizon as well. It's like, well, that's Sheffield. Funnily, actually, no, that's going to be my question for later. I'll tell you that in a bit. Go on. I used to always love the 92 Unlimited. Get ready for it every time. Do you remember that? I need to hear it. For a long time, we used Sing to it. play. Sing oh. it. Sing uh, it. Can't play it on, for no copyright way. reasons. Hang Sing on, it. I, I need to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I used I get to you. love that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I I used to absolutely love that because it did actually get the crowd going. But you used to sometimes some of the away players going, "Oh, it's a bit bouncy." Um, there've been some crap ones down there at the times. Uh, I remember when they were doing an unsigned thing, and it was great. Some of them did go on, but some of them were just poor. Uh, no, it was this. It was the same bands on that unsigned thing, though. And I've been on the band circuit. I always, I always knew which band was coming on next. Um, next community topic. Thanks for that, Christopher. It's from yep. Luke Relia Ray Alp. I can't read. Uh, having accepted relegation weeks ago, we're also positive. Why yeah. do we have to do this? This is the slowest death possible. Also, do you know any plans regarding letting the fans back in? And do you intend to see them in the game straight away? No plans on that. No. Also, I'm not too sure. It's a case of. Uh, I'll go here and here and when next season. I'm going to focus a lot on content creation. I'm going to try and see every match, even if it's on replays and things like that. Uh, but my big focus next year is going to be on content creation and fan engagement. Yeah, but I would it, like to get back in the ground at least at least at least ten matches at least that next season. Even my, if we're in my thing, one. my my thing with going to games, it all just depends on how my health is. I'm not uh, really it, vibing a season ticket anymore. I'm not going to lie. I'm not no. feeling that. But I would I would I would want to go to a few more. Uh, the, the fan thing. I don't, I could see them letting them go back start of August, but then it all depends how this summer goes with everything. How this summer goes with the numbers is depending on how everything goes. Because if that's that climbing, you're not getting fans back, and then they're going to have to figure out how to 
refinance the world of sport and stuff because you need fans in for you generating your cash. Yeah. Uh, for me, for me, going back, it all it's a, all on a health basis thing. If I'm well enough and I can allow myself to go, and I got a mate to go with to make sure I'm okay, well, I can go. If not, I'll just do my content. But I, again, for me, it's about trying to build content a bit more. If you haven't, I'm, I apologize. I'm not plugging the channel. I'm not trying to. But if you haven't noticed on my thing, I am trying to do things a little bit different. I'll allow with, it. It's just when you're in my stream, go, people are going, I don't oh, really, Pong, I re- what's your fair, video? I, what's your video? Fair, I'm like, I rarely, I rarely respond. I just, I, just I know, you're pretty good. I'm, <laughs> but I'm sat there like, literally, guys, the camera's on me. Can we not? <laughs> just let me have my moment. I'm but, literally sat in a camera talking to you and you're going, Punk, so when are you doing your next video? <laughs> <laughs> But I am planning on trying to up it and try and do things. And I'm trying to see if eventually if I can get this to work, I'm going to teach you how to do it and then you can do it in your things. Oh, yeah. Well, I know, I know once you actually fit, I know, I know how it works in principle, so it shouldn't be too difficult when we actually get it together. So uh, the next one, the last one, thanks for that, Luke, is Captain Nat. Any celebrity encounters? Now, I'm going to link mine in because I'll go first this time because it was links to what we were talking about earlier. Well, I've, I've, I've been a fancy man working on the telly box. So I've met, I've worked with some celebrities. We're not going to go into that because I'm not being Mr. Fancy Man. I've worked uh, on the telly box because it's, is, not, it's, it's actually it, quite boring. Hang on, hang on. Is it going to be another story of someone in the toilet? No, this is going to be a better one. Oh, I don't want to go for that one because they're the boring ones. They're the ones that I met for work and things like that. So this one, right. Is a random one, okay? I don't know if I'm allowed to tell. I'm going to tell it. Uh, <laughs> so, I was on a first date a few years right. back, um, and I, for some reason we'd been. For some for reason, drink. I've got the tale of older time going through my head of music. We'd been, we'd like been for, it. we'd been for a few drinks. Yeah, in Sheffield. Yep. Um, as part of the date, and then I was like, oh, we're hungry, but restaurants are started. It was late. Late. Yeah. So it was like there was start stop taking and kitchen, like, kitchen was starting to shut down. Yeah. So we were like, do we really want to go? I, I want some food. We both wanted food. So we were like, after we've been drinking, we were like, do you know what? It's really really awkward on a first date to go to McDonald's, but should we just go to McDonald's because it's yeah. near us? Right. So we went to the one near, you know, the one at Meadowall Retail Park. Yes. We went there, um, and I was just sitting, eating on this first date, and I looked to my right, and talking about bring me the horizon. Ollie, Ollie Sykes yeah. had walked to get some of the, just, just pick up a nice curry pouch, you know, picked up yeah. some sauce. And I was like, I've had a few drinks, but I'm like, that's Ollie Sykes. And I'll try what and pick it? up the, I'll try what and get the picture. I'll try and get the picture. Sorry. I'll try and get the picture for the podcast, but I ended up just being like, that's Ollie. Are you what? I was, I sort of looked at, he looked at me, he saw me and he gets it all the time. So yeah. like, I was quite drunk. And I was like, are you, are you Ollie Sykes? And he was like, he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I saw you in 2000. Just did the chat sort yeah. of thing, sort of thing. Talked about music for a little while and then he went off. Um, but yeah, it was a really interesting one because that's a, that's a hell of a first date story as well. But uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. But uh, it was, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the meeting What, did was... you just leave her and sat on her own having a McDonald's? Oh yeah, no, I just sodded off the other side. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we, uh, we, had a, we had a great time there, but uh, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a, it was an interesting one. I, I genuinely was like, if I didn't get a picture of this, nobody would have believed this had happened. But it was, it was one of those that was interesting. What about yourself? Uh, mine's a strange one. Bill Oddie. Bill Oddie? 
Yes. I was literally going to go watch a gig at the Lev Mill. I think I'll go to see Therapy and the Wild Hearts. God, I haven't been to the Lev Mill in ages. But then they, again, were playing, the they were playing there, and we were walking around, and we are just going past and stuff. And this bloke goes, give me, mate. I went, yeah, fine. I was like, oh, my God, you're Bill Oddie. He said, yes, well done. Do you want the prize? And walked off. <laughs> he was there for a bird show convention or something with the RFPB, and he was just filtering it out. He's tiny. <laughs> He's such a tiny little man. I noticed that because I'm six four, right? I notice when I meet people in life that I've seen on TV, and I'm like, "You are short. <laughs> How many boxes do you stand on?" You know, like, um, but yeah, that's that story for other days. But yeah, thanks for that, Captain. That brings the light yep. light bit on the end of the community topics. Before we have to delve in to upcoming matches, and it's Derby. We don't need to talk about that's this. It. We don't need the record. It's a cup. We final. just need to if, win. If Rotherham lose on Tuesday, it's all to play for against Derby. Let's see what happens. It's all going to the last day, and that's all we need to know. That's all I've got to talk about this that's week, it. Punk. Have you got anything to bring up, my friend? Um, not really. Let's just see what we do. I think we're both just shocked that we're still talking in the position and not drowning our sorrow, going, I don't want to do the Papa John trophy. Yeah. No, I know, with the under-21s from the Prem sides in it. Uh! Uh, but yeah, that's probably possibly going to be lights out next week. We've been saying this for two weeks now that next podcast is probably the one, but next week we will know. So make sure you are. Wait, did subscri- you say it'll be lights out? Yes. There you go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it was almost smooth, but, but that's it for this week's episode of the talking Wednesday podcast guys like below subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, please leave us, leave us nice reviews. But until next time, I'll see you in the next episode. Talking Wednesday.